block or ship. Victory is yours mm. on Victory 91.5. I love when we have a bunch of songs about Victory. victory. <laughs> it just reminds you of people say, you run Victory. No, no Victory is his. That's true. Absolutely is. That's true. We're here talking to our general manager all about some things that are happening this month yeah, on the Hebrew calendar, the Jewish calendar. And, you know, I forgot to shout out one of our morning show partners. Their huge blessing is Fraser Roofing oh, because definitely. we wouldn't be able to talk about these things, to explore these things without your support. And so Sarah and Dominic over at Fraser Roofing, they're just a huge blessing to all of our communities in Georgia and upstate South Carolina. And they offer roof inspections, roof repairs, and roof replacements. And their number is 770-800-ROOF. And how many times do you run into people whose both sides of the family are roofers? It's just amazing. They're really nice. <laughs> had a good time getting to hang out with them. And that's one of the things I enjoy about our underwriters is we get to know them and we get to share them with you. And we hope that uh, all of the ones that we mention and we talk when you can, uh, that you uh, take advantage and uh, experience what it is to uh, deal with some folks that love the Lord and, and want to treat you right. Yeah. Well, today is September 11th. We've been praying for those who just have so many hurts and wounds associated this day. But as I mentioned, when I promoted this, we believe that's also Jesus's birthday. So it's also a reason for celebration. So put your Christmas tree up, right? <laughs> no. Put the lights up. <laughs> but decorate you can, the house. You can double up the presents. It's it's a good deal. Make some cookies. Two Christmas <laughs> pumpkin spice. It all works out. Well, you know, uh, as we go through, so before we get to next week, and now, so today, the official day of his birth would have been September 11th. That was 2023 years ago. Uh, today, this year of 5781, his birthday will be September 18th. Next week, that's Rosh Hashanah, hmm. the first day of Tishrei. So, I'll be back and we'll be digging into all the things that will go with the new year, the numbers and the prophetic look and what's going to come and how 2020 is going to be pushed behind us. Hallelujah. But today we're going to focus on the next few days. The rest of this week is creation week. So Sunday night, he says, let there be light. And then some other stuff happens in there, starts creating things and it gets pretty exciting, especially when we get to the sun and the moon and the stars, because the gospel he wrote in the stars, their names are in Hebrew. Still, a lot of them are. A lot of them, you know, some get changed by the Greeks and the Romans, but for the most part, the sky is the sky. So we're going to jump in there, too. That's going to be fun. Now, there is a verse that I love, but sometimes it can be confusing. Revelation thirteen eight: All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. Now, this is Revelation in the end times. So they're worshiping the beast. All whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life. The Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. Now, the word slain is phazo. That's Greek. It means not just killed. It means sacrificed. So the Lamb who was sacrificed from the creation of the world. So how was he sacrificed at creation? So like so much of the Old Testament, we're dealing with shadows and types and some symbolism. One of the neat ones is when Adam was put to sleep, in Hebrew, the word sleep is the same word for dead. You remember the story of Lazarus and he said, oh, he's just sleeping. They're going, no, he's dead. No, no, he's sleeping. It's because it was the same word. Well, God, when Adam was slept, he put him to sleep and God removed a rib from his side to form Eve, who had become Adam's bride. So what's that a shadow of? Well, of course, Eve represents the church, you, who will become the bride of Christ. And on the cross 4,000 years after that, when Jesus was pierced by the spear, blood and 
and water poured out of his side. And this is what First John says. This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. So that's one of the symbolisms, how he was a slain or, or sacrificed from the beginning. Number two, when God created the universe on day four, the stars, planets, sun, and moon all tell the gospel story. I mean to tell you, it's amazing. There's several constellations that are altars, many sacrificial bulls, rams, and lamb constellations. The Milky Way even represents the smoke rising from the altar. You can see that. The story of Jesus as Redeemer was literally written in the heavens using the constellations when they were made on day four. And that was, of course, part of that story is his sacrifice. Uh, now, in the most literal sense, Jesus was slain by dwelling within us when we fell into sin. But this is perhaps the most profound and beautiful mystery that confounded the devil until the cross and resurrection of Jesus. So think about this. Genesis 2, God formed the man from the dust, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Now that's neshima, the breath or spirit, and the man became a living being. That is nefesh, the soul that was in the blood. And the Lord commanded the man, you're free to eat any tree in the garden. Don't eat the tree of knowledge of good and evil. When you eat it, you will certainly die. So simply put, God breathed himself into us, and when Adam and Eve sinned, that death that we received, he also received. That is, he was slain. Romans 5, 12, and 19. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, that's Adam, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sin. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience, that's Jesus, many will be made righteous. Also in John, most assuredly I say, he who hears my word believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come in to judgment, but is passed from death into life. Don't marvel at this, for the hour is coming which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. So we're talking now resurrection. So Peter is explaining these things at Pentecost. He says, God raised Jesus from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. David said about him, now this is 1,500 years before Jesus, I saw the Lord always before me. You've made known to me the paths of life. You'll fill me with joy in your presence. And seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah. That he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead. So Jesus was slain from the foundation of the world to enable resurrection to happen for all of us. It's, it couldn't get more exciting. The next time Jesus appears in Genesis is the sacrifice of an animal to clothe or replace Adam and Eve's glory. It's the first official death after Adam and Eve's spiritual death. So all of creation was impacted and is now groaning, crying out for the day when we will be who we should be and he will return. Good days. So now at that point when he's killing that animal, it's probably just 10 days after their creation. And that is the first Yom Kippur. That's when that occurs. We believe sin happened. So death has to occur. God doesn't desire to kill them, Adam and Eve. They were created covered in light or glory, but now it's gone, so they are naked. They're without him. So God makes a sacrifice. He kills an animal, makes them coverings with its skin. And the Hebrew meaning or concept of that word covering is actually anointing because they lost their anointing. So he restores their anointing of a sort with what? The blood of that sacrifice. Without shedding of blood, there's no remission or removing of the sin. It's complicated, but it's how everything begins. And then God casts them out of the garden to the east and 
You may not realize how significant that is, but on Yom Kippur, there's an odd sacrifice. There's two goats. One is sacrificed for sin. One is sent into the wilderness as a scapegoat bearing the sin. Both goats represent Jesus. An animal plays the part of the first goat, right? Let me see. But Adam and Eve are the second goat. They're walking off into the wilderness never to return because the Garden of Eden is barred. They go to the east up the Mount of Olives. Same as that place they take the goat. So that's a beautiful picture of Christ slain from the foundation of the world because Jesus will be called the second Adam, and he is the first goat. And on the cross, when he's slain outside the city, he's the scapegoat. And if you walk up the Mount of Olives to the top, you're going to get to the ascension spot. That's where the goat disappeared. That's where Jesus disappeared. And probably the, uh, well, it just goes on and on. And it's just an amazing reality. So we go back to creation to capture all that before we go forward to uh, celebrate this timeless gospel story in the stars. We're going to post all this on the More Music app later today and on the website. If you go to victory.radio, you always have access to our blog where you can read through yes. you know, all the past times that you've been here, all the past studying that you've done. through 2015, something like that. So you have tons, tons yeah. of information. Hundreds on, and hundreds. On our website.